Business Hour with Oli Bocheng on OFM, the sound of your life. As mining activity continues to slow down in the Free State gold fields, the Department of Economic, Small Business Development, Tourism and Environmental Affairs in the province, known as Destia for short, is looking at alternative drivers of economic growth in that particular region. To get into what these alternative drivers are, I am in conversation with the MEC of Destia, it's Tabo Meku. Thank you so much, MEC Tabo Meku, for joining me on the OFM Business Hour. Let's get into this revitalization program, which really focuses on Machabeng, particularly the Pakisa Raceway. Well, it's a number of projects, revitalization of Pakisa Race Club 1, 2, looking to the possibility of a cargo upward three pursue to establish what we call a special economic zone. These are just among many projects that as a result of the memorandum of understanding between the Department of the State on behalf of the province and the municipality of Machabi, which we will be pursuing. Government doesn't run the economy. Government is part of the economy, but it has got an important role to play, especially on behalf of poor and the unemployed. Mm-hmm. Now, we then agree that the, one of the most important things is that we need to establish cooperation between the province and municipality. It has been a weakness because it establishes the silo approach in terms of how we must approach difficult and complex matters of the economy. Unlike any other, you do know that the Department of Human Settlement in the province will simply go to municipalities and build a house. Unlike us, we need to cooperate with municipalities and drive this difficult thing called government intervention to influence the economy so that as it grows and develops, it becomes buyer. The social ills that uh, we're confronting as a province. Ordinarily, business pursued profit. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that we must be a mitigating factor as government. Come somewhere in between and say, in as much as uh, you are pursuing your right, but your right must take into account that the very people who are making you rich, who are consumers of your own product, are devastated in poverty. And working closely with government has got to play a role because you would also appreciate, you know, the, the sector. If these people do not have the purchasing power, they will not have the ability to consume the economic product. And as a result, business will also suffer. So we need to manage that relationship in such a manner that it, bene- it benefits uh, the problem. So immediately we met the municipality of Machad who came forward and said we have got this idea and uh, this is the economic uh, conditions of our municipality. Machabing's economy is largely mining and secondly manufacturing and somewhere at the bottom is your agriculture. Now we leverage on that in terms of what is it that we need to do. We can't just go to Machabing and want to you know uh, profile agriculture more than mining and what can be derived out of mining which largely is manufacturing. So uh, the department of this year has funded, has cooperated with international investors and there's a huge gas exploration mine in the towns of Virginia as well as Welcome and other areas. In the main it's going to produce clean energy out of uh, that air and it's going to produce a focus largely on this type of gas called helium. Many things can be done out of that and that exploration has already started. I'm sure PCA will be tangibly appreciating its uh, spins, spins off. The moment because the memorandum of the understanding says the, the entity of this peer called FDC will then work together much and advertise for investors to come and help us refurbish and reconfigure at the rates with. You would know the international market has got a huge interest into sustenance. The moment it starts operating, there will be a huge capital investment in that particular area. And in itself, it will have a multiplier effect. It will call about hotels. It will call about all these tourism industries and hospitality around that particular area. And that's why the importance of a cargo airport is that whoever is able to come and invest there, there shouldn't be a problem with the logistical you know, elements of uh, that boom 
building economy in that area. So that is our vision, working together with that particular municipality. And we're looking forward to create much-needed quality jobs as well as ensuring that they welcome, you know, true to its requirement. We, did, we couldn't achieve it through the concentration of mines there, but we want to leverage on the fact that the very mine, although now it's becoming a sunset industry, but we're able to leverage out of it through manufacturing and any other byproduct of that particular mining so that we can uplift our economy in that area and by extension the surrounding time and, and ultimately the province and increase to a certain extent our GDP growth and contribution to the national GDP. So that's where we are about our approach uh, to And we said much having as I conclude, it would be very much important that our municipalities must be willing partners and must also have to take risks. And one of the things that much having has committed, if you need a council resolution, if you need land, any other thing, infrastructure, services, much of the municipality will act swiftly to ensure that they provide such. You did mention service delivery earlier on, and I don't mean to harp on something and be negative, but I mean, were they able to provide some kind of commitment towards ensuring that they are able to render services to the best of their ability with the limited resources that they do have? Because that is a problem. I noted now that, you know, Valcom was front and center in a piece in the New Yorker in February. I mean, that's an international piece, and they were spotlighting illegal mining, of course. But in it, they highlight the delay dilapidation of the city infrastructure. So they've committed to availing resources to people that want to you, but have they also promised and pledged to render services to the best of their ability? Because that is a primary issue. We wouldn't, as the Department of this year, have defended to that municipality if we were not inspired by the plans as they outlined by different municipalities. We appreciated their commitment. And they've developed a master plan. One of that plan is infrastructure development. And we've seen it with our eyes that indeed it has started building of uh, roads, uh, connecting economic roads, even in the areas of the mining uh, space, you know, uh, refuge removal, having to attend to the sewerage system in Machabe and the broad clinic. Well, remember, investors also need an enabling environment, and you must not take for granted the issue of cleaning of the townships, the all areas of the municipality are very key. And we did highlight that uh, the ball is in your court. You have inspired us. We hope that you will not drop the ball. And one of the things that we, we, we cited was that there was leadership instability in Machali, and that has been attended to. And we were very excited to meet the broad collective of the leadership of the municipality, from the mayor to mayoral committee, and the entire uh, staff of Machali, all committed to that uh, province we will not disappear. So we're inspired. Problems exist. Uh, leadership exists to solve those problems. And that is the gist of our spirit. And we want to move that particular inspiration as we move forward. I just want to maybe move away from Machabeng and just ask you a question about Wotavelo's factories. There was an allegation <laughs> that came out somewhere about some of those factories being closed in that particular industrial zone. Any reports on that? We were redirected to speak to FTC. Another rumor. It is true they have not only been closed, but they are getting dilapidated. But this is approach with the new leadership that has just assumed office. And uh, uh, the MEC, as a member of the executive authority, has instructed the FTC number one to tell us the turnaround strategy. And it should not just be a rhetoric in terms of a strategy. It's got to talk to the chief of the problem. And they said to us, MEC, you need between 1.2 and 2 billion to refurbish uh, those factories. 
Oh and uh, the hard reality is that we will never have such an amount of money. But what we said, as part of our drive for investment into the province, because I can tell you, my the state is number two small province in the country, highest in terms of poverty index as well as the unemployment, very low in terms of the physical allocation, what we get from national, is, and, and that is precisely because of population dynamics. People are moving out, they are going for areas which have got a high economic activity with possibility of jobs. The state is not only rural, but it is a fast. So there are so many odds against us. And that's why we said our approach, first and foremost, to ensure that we create new money. That new money is a lobby and advocacy for national developmental finance as well as the international investors. As I speak to you now, I think I've had things assuming office less than a month, discussions with about five investors, some are local, some are international, who are saying, give us rebates, we are prepared to invest. And we said, well and good, we'll do so. Because it, it has not proven to be something that will help us to hold all those sectors that are continuously being refurbished. Next thing, they will be down on the ground. Now, we are trying to find each other with these investors. We are very careful around the issue of the land. The land does not belong to government. It belongs to the people. But if we have to use that land for the development of the people, we will do so without undermining the sovereignty of the people of South Africa. And that is giving away the freebie that particular land. So we'll engage into your leasing of those factories. We'll engage into some rebate that if a particular investor says, give me this factory for free, then fine. We'll give it for six months and a year. All what you do is just to pay the municipality water and rate. You don't have to pay you see, for as long as you are able to come in, create much needed employment and help our value chain, so that in the process we are able to activate other areas of the economy. I can tell you that uh, right now, as we speak, someone there's a huge investor called Smecta. He's going to manufacture these things of steel. Immediately after that, we need local businesses who will develop capacity for refurbishment of that steel. That's why we come in. Fund SMME develop their capacity. We don't want to give anybody money who will be a standalone project. Our approach and mechanism is very cheap. If an international investor comes here and says, I want the farm, I want to grow tomatoes, immediately will say, advertise and get somebody who will derive the tomato sauce out of that uh, tornado plant and then fund such people. What government is not there? These people won't die because they've got a market. The majority of the project, we, we have been able to support through government money. And this is what I was saying, that this is a, a weakness which we encounter. And we've got to leverage and learn from that as we move forward. Thank you so much, MEC Tabomeko. He is the MEC responsible for economic, small business development, tourism, and environmental affairs in the Free State. The Business Hour with Oli Bocheng on OFM, the sound of your life.